They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week we take a look at the Family Cheeky Frappe, an imaginary item that Family Mart introduced as an April Fool's joke. And so, of course, we take some time to imagine some of our own wacky April Fool's style items and come up with some pretty interesting things. To round out the show, we visit Matt's Munchies, where Matt walks us through a number of incredible pairings of snacks and another feel-good item. Now let's head over to the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Uh, it's going okay here, Mike. You know, um, it's been a bit of a tough week over here, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, personal things going on, but, uh, yeah. otherwise, you know, it's been, it's been just fine here in, here in Boston. Mm-hmm. What's going on over in, uh, in Kurobe? Um, yeah, man, uh, not much here as well. Um, it's really sorry to hear about, um, you know. About your cat, and I know yeah. that, uh, how much y'all loved him. So I know it's had to have been a tough week for you guys. Um, uh, yeah, over here um, we got Leo coming. He he's starting preschool tomorrow, so that's uh, really exciting. Um, and then one big free, thing. by the way. Well, once he gets to three, then it'll be free. Once he yeah, gets to three, well, okay. So yeah, any but politicians are listening. Yeah. I got a coworker paying seventeen hundred a month for daycare. It's freaking ridiculous. Two year old, you got to be ridiculous. rich to have a kid in Boston. It's absolutely. What are we ridiculous. doing about this? Nothing. You got all that well, I guess marijuana we have that child tax credit. Money. That's yeah. right. Massachusetts is flush with yeah. cash for marijuana. That's, yeah, let's help out with the with the child care. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, and um, but besides that, kind of a really big. Big bit of news hit here around the Kurobe area, Matt. Um, I don't think I told you about this yet. We actually got a Domino's pizza. Matt. <laughs> um, I know that I. That's told pretty you. interesting. Oh yeah. Oh, it's big, 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 big. Um, until now, we just had ten four, you know, which was had, you know, not the greatest pizza. Now we got a we got a true Domino's pizza in the town over. So I've hold on been making use of that. Let's talk. Let's talk pricing here real quick. What are we talking about? What do you what's what was your last order? How much did it cost? Alright, I got two large pizzas. Whoa. Side of wings. Wow. Um and uh let's see, we got some chicken, we got some fries, we got like a rice bowl, it's an item that they have over here. And the pizzas are half off because we went and picked them up. It was uh sixty eight dollars. Holy shit. $68. $68 for two pizzas and some chicken wings? And some other sides, yeah. And it would have been, if we didn't pick it up, it would probably have been $85 or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. How How big were these large pizzas? Not what you would consider big, you know. General sized pizzas, I think is how maybe you'd call them. Um, This is a... We've talked about this before, but this yes, is this has to be this is uh this is run by the by the yakuza. There's no way mm-hmm. that the pizza industry is not is not owned by mob bosses. Yeah, 
yeah. the money they must be making off of that. I'll tell you what, Mike. You know, Domino's mm-hmm. actually had a delete the app because their friday deals were so tempting i'd get that push notification i'd be on the website <laughs> instant but you know you get you get two pizzas in a side for like 18 bucks oh god literally a, a fifth of the price a quarter of the price maybe a third of the price regardless you gotta just make your own pizza it's really easy Oh, do you have an oven? That's the thing, Matt. There's a oh, monopoly on ovens. This is Canada. another. That's... This is a. This is also part of the scheme. This is mm-hmm. why families don't have ovens in Japan. It's because these mob bosses know that once <laughs> everybody gets an oven, the game's up. <laughs> That's right. That sweet, sweet pizza money is that dough, Matt is. You know, is uh, drying up. I agree. It's it's a racket. It's one of the great rackets, and we've covered it extensively. Um, but it's truly a shame. But that all that being said, Matt, um, I'm quite quite happy with the development. Uh, having a Domino's right on the town, right over the side. They even deliver here. We're in the range, nice. so it's 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 yeah, it's huge. All right. Well, congratulations on that. Looking forward to uh, hearing updates mm-hmm. on the uh, Domino's pizza that you'll be you'll be purchasing. Yes. All right, Mike. Let's uh, let's jump into some convenient action. We got a mm-hmm. lot to cover as normal yeah. this week. Actually, it's kind of a bit lighter. Um, a little bit light. But uh, you know, it was April Fools recently, Mike. And yes, it was. The convenient. You know, they were up there playing some April Fools tricks. Mm-hmm. Family Mart actually yeah. dished out something that I gotta say I you know I was a little sad this was a joke here but they yeah. they dished out this Mike the Fammy Chicky Frappe mm-hmm. Frappe of course the icy beverage mm-hmm. that uh, is kind of like a slushy I guess mm-hmm. is what we would call it here and um, Fammy Chicky flavor Mike mm. imagine just drinking a Actually, this does sound pretty gross. Drinking a cold, fammy, chicky. Um, yeah, maybe not the greatest thing. You do need it nice and hot um, mm-hmm. to get that to get that real flavor there. But this was uh, this was the the uh, April Fool's joke coming out of Family Mart. The fammy, chicky frappe. Yeah, yeah. I um, I gotta say, Matt, I didn't know that this was a, a fammy or an April Fool's joke at first. For the first like couple days um until yeah. i like actually saw it on the official family mart um twitter because i was confu- i was like going over it in my head i was like um just trying to like figure out like is this good and like i was in within my head having this sort of conversation this a debate and i was like well you know i trust family mart to to do something oh, yeah. right so maybe they've you know, maybe they take that sort of salty, savory crust and they add it with that sweetness. Maybe it turns into being something good. But in the end, yeah, Matt, this was an April Fool's joke. Um, and, you know, I was kind of surprised. You know, I think this is the first year that I noticed that you have, like, brands in Japan doing April Fool's jokes, Matt. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a good development because you know what the next step to this is. It's, you know, like Family Mart typing, like, at Lawson what up bro and then like putting some like like meme of like jesus doing thumbs up you know like and it's just like what the fuck is going on? so i don't know I'm, I'm a little skeptical of that 
but I have to say in general it was it was pretty um pretty fun and I, I think they 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 did a good job with with this one because if you didn't catch that note you would we've seen some bizarre items so it, like you know you, you couldn't you could be forgiven yeah for for thinking it's real that's right the convenience has dished out some whacked out stuff in the past so easy to mistake this for a real product mm-hmm Interesting that you point to that. I think that might be the one thing American conveni do better than mm-hmm. Japanese conveni, which is shit posting on Twitter. Yeah. Um, all right. So this yeah. inspired us, Mike, to think through what are some you know interesting products, kind of mm-hmm. goofy products that could potentially mm-hmm. get released by the conveni. We each thought of a couple here, and um, yeah. Let's see, Mike. You know, I, I thought of one here. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pull it up. I made a little image. I was thinking um, Oden flavored strong zero, Mike. We all know Oden, that swampy mess full of random stuff. You know, you can recognize the egg, the fish cake, the daikon, but once you go to those skewers, nobody really knows what's going on there. Cow skin, I think. Mix that up with some strong zero, Mike. I got to tell you, you know, late in the depths of winter. Mm Mm-hmm. That snow's piling up. Maybe you're warming up the uh, the old tractor, getting ready for a six-foot plow. And uh, you got to warm up extra quick. So what would be better than a little 9% strong zero with some Oden flavor, mm. Oden swampy juice mixed in there. You know, perfect for the, uh, the old World War II vet, you know, 100, 106 years old, hopping on that snow tractor. This is just the juice he needs. To get the job done, I think. Nah, this is actually this is really a great idea. Um, Thank you. I'm just trying to imagine the flavor. Okay, let's see. So, <laughs> Oden, you have that that age old, you know, pool of dashi flavored soup. Okay. So usually, you know, strong zero sweet, but maybe this is a savory version. That's right. It's cold. Is it cold? Is, is it cold? cold? Yes, that's right. You throw this thing in the. You this, this could this be a little up. hot. That's right. <laughs> I'm saying you warm it up. You warm it up, which is a you know, which is a thing in Japan. Um, you know, atsukan, um, hot sake, or sure um, is. you know, heating up uh, shochu, um, having mm-hmm. hot you know shochu cocktails in the winter. Mm-hmm. So not out of the question. Um, but this would be, yeah, this would be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, but, but drinkable. Although, I I do have to say, if this came out, I, I would I would believe it. I think that um, you, you really. I don't know if if they said it was Oden flavor. I don't know if they said it was just like dashi flavored. Dashi or flavored, interesting. Yeah. They might have, you know, they might get me. You know, I might be thinking, oh, they bamboozled me. This was uh, April Fool's. <laughs> well, what I didn't mention here, you got some, inside the, you got some floaters. So as you're drinking, <laughs> as you're guzzling your strong zero, you're getting a little, you know, like bubble tea, except, you know, you're getting some Yu Suji floating in there. You know Ooh. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Prime yes. that pump and just start plowing, baby. <laughs> That's what you need. The monster energy drink of. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay, wow. that's my, that's that was what I came up with, Mike. Oden okay, flavored strong zero. 
All right, so what I came up with for mine wasn't like a specific item. I was just thinking, and I don't know what got me thinking of this, but I just thought, what if for April Fool's, Family Mart or Lawson or somebody came out and they said, we're just, we're releasing jumbo versions of like things. So, and when I say jumbo, I'm talking like gigantic versions. Like I'm talking a, a family chicky, like the size of like a suitcase. You know, like, uh, like I'm talking pokey the size of, you know, I like it drumsticks, you know, like, um, you know, and then I was thinking, you know, and that was this actually inspired by you. I think it's a meme that you created a while back, but, um, and then I was thinking about the, uh, that American dog, a gigantic American dog. Yeah. And in terms of scale, Matt, what I was thinking is, um, okay. So, you know, I've been, I had been playing Elden Ring. It's the only sort of non-work family-related thing I've had contact with in a very long time. And so I was thinking in, you know, in Elden Ring in, these, in the Souls series, you have the great sword, Matt. You have the great sword. You can see this is a gigantic sword. I mean, probably 10 That's feet big. long. Yeah, way hung over, over shoulder, your yeah. shoulder. Yeah, and you, you know where this is going. Huge. So. so I was thinking, you know, something like this. You got the... I'm talking about a Mongo, you know, a gigantic American dog. You swing this thing around. It's like a huge broom, but it's got the weight and that, that you know, that, that dog inside there. It's probably, you know, a two-meter dog in there. So, you know, I was thinking, you know, why not just, you know, I, I think for next April Fool's, bring out these gigantic items. And then I was thinking, bring them out for real. You know, Guinness... Yeah. Guinness Book of World Records, you know, you've seen the biggest pizza. You've seen the biggest burger. Well, I have, yeah. Go for these sort, these level of items. Yeah. And, you know, I think people would have fun. Like, if I don't know about the American dog. That would be just, they'd have to have a huge tub of, you know, oil to get that thing cooked up. But, you know, I know a family chicky that's, all right. All right, Matt, sorry. I'm, I'm rambling on, but. We've seen them release like the big family chicky, and it was really pathetic. At least the size of like yeah. a book or something, you know, something yeah. bigger. I want some something big. I I like this American dog idea. I think it makes sense because it's got the handle, so you can practically yeah. just kind of throw it over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of wondering how do you handle the ketchup mustard situation because that little squirt oh. packet ain't gonna. But I I got I got this. I think what okay. you do. Mm-hmm. You get a uh, you get a super soaker. You get a oh. modified super soaker, and then okay. you just blast that some bitch with ketchup and mustard. That's a great idea because some of those super soakers would have two tanks. I'm sure and you they could do. shoot them yes. at the same yes. time. Yes. yes. And yes. if you do pump a super soaker enough, you can get up oh. to the le- almost to that level. <laughs> Of that yeah. ketchup and mustard bag. I, I had a super soaker. They actually recalled because it was hurting kids. I used to blast my brother with this thing. It would knock his ass over. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, no. I know. I had I had a similar one. I remember my brother would shoot it with me, shoot me with it, and it would it would hurt. It would leave like welts on you. I mean, yes, that's what we need for this. Yeah, I, I, that's a great call. I think that that would be the level of, you know, like firepower you'd need to, to properly get this thing dressed up. And then how do you eat it? I'm not sure. You just 
just go at it. You know, just, just start, go at it. Yeah. Just start chewing through a foot of batter, you know, until you get to that giant dog. Oh yeah. Um, so that's. Uh, I'm getting hungry. All right. So that's uh, April Fools here. We got mm-hmm. uh, the Fammy Chicky Frappe. We got yep. Oden Strong Zero and jumbo items especially that american dog so um yeah. normally mike we then head into the uh chicky wars but there mm. is no chicky out this week very disappointing hopefully next week things heat back up so uh what do you say we head into the uh the old scoreboard it sounds good matt yeah real shame on the chicky wars this week um you know we've done all these this items is our 84th episode this is probably what the fourth time yeah. Had no chicky. Been very, very few. Very, very few. Sometimes, you know, even if it's just a meat, you know, a, a, you know, a chicken nugget. You know, we've had an, a week chicken. where it's just one chicken nugget, but um, we got something. So, all right, Matt. Yeah, we're going in the scoreboard this week. Um, hopefully these numbers get you a little bit more excited. Um, all right, what are we looking at? Family Mart, 55 items. Lawson, 37. 7-Eleven, 149. Mini Stop 24, Daily Yamazaki 11, Seiko Mart 6, and New Days 25. What do you think? Well, the 7-Eleven number jumps out, Mike, 149. That's uh, yeah. that's batting high even for those guys. Um, mm-hmm. They rarely tickle the 150 mark, so very impressive early in the yep. year here. Yeah, no doubt. All right, Matt. Well, let's go right on to our winners and losers. We're going to start with your loser today. And, um, Matt, tell us what we are looking at right now. Yeah, Mike. This is uh, Nin Niku Buta Ramen Chips. Hmm. So that means um, by Frito-Lay, by the way. These are a garlic pork ramen and Mike, if you mm. want to zoom in on that bag, what they're what they're after here is the Giro style ramen. Mm. For those who are unfamiliar with this, it is a grotesque pile mm-hmm. of thick cut pork chashu, mm. piles of garlic, and then bean sprouts on top of that. Mike, I famously, mm. uh, not famously, yes. I mean nobody knows. Famous. <laughs> famously for me, yeah. <laughs> I, I I've been to a real. Jiro Ramen yeah. in Yokohama. There was a big line out the door in the middle of winter. Figure, hey, this place must be good. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the only times somebody has saved my life, I said, I'll have the large. And he said, no, you'll have the small. When I placed my order in Mike, I was horrified mm-hmm. at what came at me. But uh, yeah. however bad I thought it was, my toilet bowl thought it was <laughs> way, way worse. This thing is uh, this thing's a killer, Mike. Oh, and I'm just upset with how how this has just it's popping up everywhere, including in mm-hmm. Boston. What? Including yes, there are several Jiro ramen shops, including not Jiro brand, but Jiro mm-hmm. style ramen. But yeah. Now they're putting this in chip form. How many life forms does this menace need to take yeah. before we as a society agree that this is not good for anybody? And mm-hmm. so I'm just upset that uh, now we can get handfuls, literal mm-hmm. handfuls of Jiro-style ramen and cram it down our gullets. Not a fan of this, Mike. I don't like it. 
Yeah, no, Matt, you you swayed me. At first I looked and I thought, okay, and I looked, yeah, Frito-style chips, I guess, thick, thick style, um, but, but thick. your, your, um, description, yeah, swayed me, and I am 100%, I agree, this is a great loser and a bane on, yeah, on Japanese culture. I... I under, I guess I understand why people like it. It's sort of like a like a, you know, like a watching a mukbang or something like that. But you're doing it yourself. You know, you're. It's like you're just. Oh my god, that's a yes. All of these shops are just they're just live mukbangs. You're watching yeah. eight nine people doing a mukbang with it's 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 disgusting. The whole thing. yeah. Yeah, and like you said, I, I I have actually been to a place. It's again, it was not a real Jiro, but it was it was like a spinoff, and yeah, it was just it was just just way too much. I mean, it, like the level of garlic and um, just the size of it is just just awful. And I agree, this is not something. Again, I and to be honest, I don't know what this is supposed to taste like. You know, if this is supposed to be like a Jiro style ramen, that's just like garlic and like pork fat and garlic pork fat and garlic yeah that, that's pretty much all that sort of stands out um so i wouldn't imagine this being good um i'm, I'm sure the the chips themselves are not great and i agree matt i'm 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 not happy to hear that because you know in in recent years i i've become quite the the sort of like thin broth you know like the, the as yes. light as it can be sort of ramen as um, you age yes you become yeah. to your your brain cl- clears up Hang out, oh boy. Here. Hold on. Yeah, something's Even looking clear at up. <laughs> <laughs> That's about how, yeah, I feel about this. Um, good choice, Matt. And um, people, don't be fooled. Unless you're young, like in your very exactly. early 20s, yes. then, you know, go for it. And, um, you know. If, you, if you're 30, keep moving. No, you're going to die. Yeah. You're All right. right. All right, here we go, Matt. Going on to my loser this week, Matt. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're at the um, we're at Family Mart. We we're looking at the teriyaki hamburger, Matt. Um, oh, and what a shame, you what know. What a sorry um, sight this is. What a sad, sad sight. <laughs> um, I think it was maybe last year. I think, and I think it was actually Family Mart who made a big push one week for their burgers. They came out with a, a line of maybe like five or six burgers. We covered it extensively. Just talking about how burgers have never been done right at the Combini, and um, still not, Matt. As you can see, you know, after that great push that they had with all those burgers, they're back to just this sad, sad sight. And what that is, teriyaki, that's that sweet Japanese sauce, um, and then it's just a, a, a hamburger with it looks like maybe some, some mayonnaise on top, just some buns, a burger, some sweet sauce, some mayonnaise, but the problem, you know, besides that, we know what this tastes like. I, I this is, it's it's probably like vacuum packed. No. Um, this I don't even know. This might even actually be sitting on the shelf. This might not even be refrigerated, which means you've just got that very like super, you know, um, you know, preserved uh, beef in there. So I don't know, Matt. Um, it's something that I was hoping that you know the computer was going to get right. Still haven't done it, and it still looks like they're pre- they're very far away from uh, being able to do it. Yeah, Mike, I'm sure you look at the uh, ingredients list here, and they just they just paste the periodic table on there because <laughs> you know they just got every sort of uh, chemical and all elements are in this thing, including plutonium and uranium. I'm sure. 
Um, can we talk about this bun for a second? How sure. big can, could this bun get any bigger? Yeah. I feel like. Right. I feel like how puffy <laughs> is this bun? They got this little sliver of hamburg meat, and yeah. they got this towering bun. This thing looks like it was uh, inflated with a with an mm-hmm. air compressor. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's just way too much bun here, which I'm sure they're doing to make it look like it's b- way bigger than yeah. it is. Yep. Yep. And then they got that teriyaki and mayonnaise. I don't pick. Why the mayonnaise? Get the teriyaki sauce. Why not some cheese? Thank you. Thank you. Why not some cheese? Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. 124 yen. Oh, oh boy. And 280 calories, which makes me think this is, there's nothing here. Because that's probably, (laughs) as you were describing, this is a six to one meat (laughs) to to bun bun ratio. (laughs) um, And. 280 calories, which means we're looking at probably 250 of those from the bun, from the bun itself. Ten of that is mayonnaise. Bun. Mayonnaise, yeah. yeah. I don't know, Matt. Um, you know, a shame, but um, all right, enough of that. Let's go on to some real winners here, Matt. Um, what are we looking at this week? What is your winner? Oh, my Mike, God. Mine comes out of mini stop. We're looking at the Nama Ham... Onigiri, the nama ham, of course, being like uh, like a prosciutto or something. Mm-hmm. And this has a uh, pepper, cheese, mayo sauce in there as well, Mike. I gotta say, you know, I've been getting into cold cuts again because uh, mm-hmm. they're delicious, especially when you're you know, a couple bong hits into the evening. And uh, Trader Joe's, I gotta say, has an outstanding selection of cured Italian meat. And I came across this is a this is like an onigiri wrapped in prosciutto, Mike. Yes, a little east meets west, and um, you get the saltiness from the from the nama ham, and I I like I kind of like the mayo sauce in there because you get a little sandwich effect, lubes it up a little bit. A little hint of pepper on that. The only thing I'm wondering about is the cheese. I don't know how exactly that fits in, but sure. this is like a this is like a Japanese take on a on a uh, like a European ham cheese sandwich. I like it. This mm-hmm. this I could get into. I, I'm a big fan of the cured meat. This one wrapping around a ball of rice. Yeah, man. Um, as you were describing it, just made me think. Yeah, prosciutto, that like super thin cut, oh, yeah. um, you know, uh, cured cured pork is is um, yeah. What a great combination with the with the onigiri because like, you can just wrap it. It's not so oily that you you can you can hold it and eat it. Um, that, yes. that that sounds great. Um, and this actually got me thinking back to like what's. What's the problem with the hamburgers, at the burgers at the Combini? What's the problem with just sandwiches in general? You know, notwithstanding the, you know, um, the classic Tamago sand. And, you know, they have, they have some good sands in there. But when it comes to, like, like you know, submarine style, you know, like, um, or like cold cut style sandwiches, they, they, it just never turns out right. And I think the, pro- the thing is, what they just need to do is turn that sort of focus and put that into the onigiri. Don't try to, you know, don't yes. try to handle the bread. Stick to the rice and you yes. might come up with some great things. I agree, Matt. Great choice. This is something that I actually probably 
when we were looking through the items, I actually like completely just glossed right over. But I'm, I'm glad you picked this up because this this really does sound like a, like a winner here. It sure does. All right, Matt. Well, going on to my winner this week. Um, nothing too exciting, but a little bit exciting, I would say. We're at um, Seiko Mart, Matt. Oh, I thought you um, might scroll down. No, I'm staying right up here. Rare for me to, to you know, veer from my normal, you know, three or four types of choices. Um, Matt, we're looking at the 100%. Wow, bold claim. 100% apple juice Ringo soda, Matt. Bold claim. Yeah, well, I believe it because this is coming out of Seiko Mart from the land of Hokkaido and the land of fruit. So what is this, Matt? Um, we know that uh, Seiko Mart is great when it comes to sort of like free range or things like milk and fruits and stuff like that being up in Hokkaido. And... Um, you know, so what? So it's it's a it's a apple soda. You know, nothing special there. But yeah, like you were saying and casting doubt on, this is a one hundred percent apple juice soda. So, um, you know, I I like soda, um, and um, you know, I like apples. I like apple juice, um, and I like apple soda. And um, I can just imagine that this this just tastes great. Like to have like a truly like full fruit uh, 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 soda, you know, with a little carbonation there for some apple apple juice, you know, um, that just sounds great. Um, so uh, yeah, for me, this is kind of a rare pick for me, but this really hit me and just looks so refreshing. So uh, this was my my winner for the week. If it's true, Mike, I'm with you. This looks outstanding, very refreshing. Love the can there, mm -hmm. um, with the apple dripping into a oh, yeah. large glass of oh, yeah. uh, soda, apple Ooh. juice. Um, mm. I just, you know, a hundred percent apple juice. I don't, I don't know if I can believe the claim. That's that's my only. Uh, I'm a little skeptical, but if mm. it is true, I'm sure this is absolutely outstanding. Essentially just taking uh, apple juice and shoving it into a uh, soda stream or something like that. Yeah. Sounds absolutely delicious. I did think you were going to keep scrolling down to see the uh, pizza pasta. Oh, which, yes. Uh, that yeah. is interesting, isn't it? Uh, horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> The pizza pasta, I like it. I like the pizza style pasta, right? Pizza you know, style nothing, pasta. There's nothing like a pizza like a pasta, you know. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Matt. Well, that wraps up the uh, the scoreboard this week. And uh, this week we got a little special treat, Matt. Normally we'd be going to the um, to the the Gemba, but um, recently we've been lucky to have Matt. Introducing his segment, Matt's Munchies, where he reviews interesting things and exciting items coming out in the States. So, Matt, what do you got this week with Matt's Munchies? Yeah, this is a little bit different, Mike. Um, you know, as you know, I've become a, you know, dabbling in the uh, marijuana <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, different take on the Munchies here. Okay. So, uh, just going to walk you through last night. Did a nice session, had a clarity gummy, which by the way, anybody who says they're highly productive while high, they're just, they're making this up. This is not, not a real thing. I took yeah. a clarity gummy because somebody said it would help me focus and get <laughs> things done. Well, 
It did not. Okay. And then uh, later in the day, I topped it off with a little OG Kush just to power me through the evening. But um, that's a hybrid, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, you know, what I had, Mike, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, on my Clarity Gummy, I made okay. a butter. I made this, Mike. I made a butterscotch pudding. Oh, my God. With a ginger molasses cookie crumble in a mascarpone whipped cream. Mike, this was absolutely outstanding. I gotta say, I nailed the caramel. Surprised. Wow. I think actually the, the gummy helped me because normally I yeah. have so much anxiety making caramel. I never wait long enough to, for it to darken. Right. But here, you know, flying high, I was, you know, just smooth sailing. <laughs> Made it perfectly. And you know oh. why they call it butterscotch pudding, Mike? Why is that? Because the last thing I did, I took the pudding, put it in a blender, and then mixed in a stick and a half of butter into the pudding. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this is a rich some bitch right here. And then I made some molasses ginger cookies. These were outstanding. Very good on their <sighs> own, but especially good in with the pudding. Has a nice crunchy texture. Uh, to 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 pair with the soft pudding, and then you have a thick, mildly sweet mascarpone cream that tops mm. off the. Uh, it makes it you know gives you something a little, not so much sweet, more almost savory to mix mm. into the very sweet cookie pudding. You get a full scoop of that thing, Mike. I gotta say, you know, with some OG Kush, you know, clarity. It feels like you're eating, like I said, with your whole body. Now, uh, I also happen to eat uh, a whole bunch of salami and prosciutto, half a jar of dill pickles, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was trying to read a book called Putin's People, and I gotta say, Mike, it took me about an hour and a half to read 11 pages as I read uh, how Vladimir Putin came to power and built a kleptocracy that uh, we're now sanctioning up the wazoo today. But... um, yeah, that's that's uh, that was that was my last night, Mike. So I think I'm gonna dial it back today. Probably just go, you know, maybe a cup of tea this evening. Okay, okay. Well, Matt, I like this. I like these pairings that you're doing. I know that recently you've been sort of the psycho knot. You know, you've been uh, you've been going deep. You know, you're trying a bunch of those different uh, flavors and uh, types of the the marijuana. So I'm excited to hear how um, this. This might be a thing. Pairings. Pairings. I don't yes. know if that's a thing that exists yet. It, it might well exist, but yeah, pairings. Matt's yeah, you pairings. think you pair a nice uh, Chablis with uh, with the with the Chilean sea bass? In my case, you're pairing the uh, the <laughs> Intergalactica with the uh, four cheese pizza. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> you know. Well, I gotta say that that butterscotch. Pudding parfait actually sounded damn good. Did it look as good as that picture? Did yeah, you no, it? no. I, I wish I had taken a photo. Um, wow. No, it came damn. out excellently. And I, if anybody's into baking, get Pastry Love by Joanne Chang. She uh, heads up a place called Flower Bakery here in Boston. There are eight of them. And she published, a, it's almost like a baking Bible. It's a very uh, robust, wow. very thorough book on baking. And it's all the stuff that she sells at her stores. So, um Recipes are great, um, and the pudding is everything I've made out of there is absolutely outstanding. So, uh, 
check out the book if if you like baking or want to get into baking. It's fantastic. All right, man. Well, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah. Hope to hear your next pairing maybe next week. All right, man. Well, um, well, that wraps us up for this week. Um, So just want to give a shout-out to everyone who has bought us a chicky, Carrie St. Michelle. M.H. Bongo, Professor H., Matt D., Antonio Waite, Crew of Japan, Devin Pine, Bobby Judo, <laughs> Anonymous. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Um, and <laughs> thank you all so much, as always. We really appreciate it. Um, and if you want to uh, donate uh, Chicky to us, uh, go to buymeacoffee.com slash conveniboys, and we would really appreciate it. Um, to everybody listening on the podcast apps, Apple, Pod- Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it might be, Please leave us a rating and share it. It helps people to find the show. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, everybody. Good to see you. We love to have you. Um, Leave a like and subscribe. Um, And if you're following us on Twitter, um, hey, everybody. And if you're not, please do. Um, And, uh, yeah, Matt, I I think that wraps it up for the week. Um, And I guess, as always, I'll see you at the Kumbini. See you at the Kumbini, Mike.